Welcome to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. Uh, this is, uh, you know, the person who's been your host from the very beginning. You know, way back three weeks ago when we started recording. This is Connor McCabe. Uh, so thank you again for listening. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's all I really have to say about that. If you're listening to this game for the first time, um, the Call Me By Your Game podcast is, uh, this is a podcast where I will dive into a game with a guest, a game that is special to them for a certain reason. We like, I want to talk about like why, what made it special and how they fell in love with it. And my super special, cause I've been saying that word a lot today. My super special boy guest today is Mr. Edgar Momplesier. Welcome Edgar. Thank you for having me. It's so good to have you. This this is where the test begins on how good of a guest you are because no, you. I'm a very bad podcast guest. I've said that multiple times. Yeah. I think it's because I feel free. <laughs> yeah, you, you're not being held back, especially because this isn't for work either. This is truly like, yeah. well, you asked me to come on your podcast. All right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and uh, you know, when I'm hosting, I'm like thinking like, oh, okay, what's the break? I'm like, am I, am I oh, engaging yeah. a guest enough? You know. Yeah. Uh, why is the keys eating into the mic? Like stuff like that. <laughs> Where on this, I'm just relaxed on myself. Good. Let me take you along for the ride. You just sit back. I don't like that energy from you. <laughs> you know, I do. I think I'm imagining us sitting in a gondola together. Connor, can I tell you something that disturbs me about you? And I oh, mean this absolutely. from a loving place. We've been friends for a very long time. <laughs> it's and true. I want people to know that that yeah. you and I were in 401 together. Yeah, and three and a half years. If you don't do UCB, ago. that means nothing to you. But if you do UCB, you go. That's probably a long time ago. It was, um, especially if they know if they know who we are and what we're yeah. doing currently. Yeah, in that we're both house performers now. Yeah, but you are at some somehow both a sixty-year-old dad <laughs> and a forty-five-year-old mom, both white <laughs> at the same time. It's true. That's a hundred percent the case. Yeah, I. That's also I love how specific each of those ages are. Oh, hundred percent. You have a sixty-year-old dad jokes, but yeah. a forty-five-year-old mom's energy. Uh, not only energy, but hospitality. Yeah, like, like you fix up snacks for your guests. <laughs> that's true. Snacks, drinks, whatever it takes. Because like I think like forty-five, and look, maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but I think forty-five mm-hmm. is like that age where you're still nice and you're not. You're not jaded yet. Totally. I'm so sorry if that's a very sexist thing to say, but like that's like my thought on like the stereotype types of moms that I think on that's television. Fair. That's fair. That would be fair for like. A I mean, I'm sure you think it's fair. You're a guy, yeah. so you're not gonna feel. So there's no one, and there's no one on this podcast. Yeah, there's who's no one in this room different. right now that's gonna say, yeah. "Hey, that crossed the line." The other, the only other person in this room has just a mouthful of tea, Bell, my friend. <laughs> and even if he did feel it, he can't because his mouth yeah. is full of Taco Bell. Yeah, that's our uh, wonderful esteemed producer, Jeremy Schmidt. Hello, but I don't mean that as I hope you don't think that I think of that as an insult. No, I don't. One, I don't think of it as an insult because I've thought of I've had a similar thought about myself. Mm -hmm. I don't think I pinpointed it as well as you have. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I've thought those things. So I've already been I've been sitting with that for a while. So I'm like, "Eh, whatever. It's kind of who I am. Yeah. But I I mean, those things are true and they make me me. So whatever and we are 50 50 of our parents right especially yeah. if they were around to like nurture us totally so like you know like i'm I, I have as much as i don't want to i have some of my mom's qualities oh yeah i can be quite negative and critical mm-hmm. but i'm also my dad and that i'm the fucking greatest person to ever live <laughs> <laughs> so i'm th- my mom or i'm my dad who is just a god of gods he's so dope <laughs> He What's your dad's name again? Dude, Serge. Serge. He's got a Russian hitman's name. Oh, uh, Serge Montplaisir. Yeah. That's great. 
Dope guy. Um, yeah, I'm. I thought, been thinking recently about how I'm definitely more my mom than my dad. But then when I'm like getting angry about stuff, it's funny to see which of them comes out. Mm. And depending on I think what's going on, like if it's my roommate being like an inconsiderate roommate, that's my mom, angry mom coming out. Yeah, that's your passive aggressive y- stuff. Yes. Uh, and then if it's not other, to accuse your mom of being passive aggressive. No, it's true. She, I mean. She like all of us probably uh, exhibits those <laughs> that trait every sure. so often, but yeah, that'll be me being like mad and not doing anything about it. like t- doing it and then taking care of the stuff, mm-hmm. but not having a conversation about something. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh man, I was I got fucked up as a kid, but no, it's just like I just grew up with parents. Who yeah, and stuff. they they weren't perfect either <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Just like, like I will not be. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you haven't been. Ever. True. Yeah. So you do. Uh, thank you again for reminding me of that. No worries. I'm also a bad podcast guest because <laughs> the intros of podcasts I'm on are so long and not about that's okay. what the show is. You know, I've gotten to listen to you on Culture King so many times. I knew what I was getting into. All right. I uh, love. I love a tangent. It's no, and I do too. So, and that's what we're gonna. A lot of this will be a free flowing discussion about the game we're talking about. So oh, let's go down really? tangents. Yeah, this podcast is gonna be a free flowing yeah. discussion. Unlike any other podcast ever made. I'm sorry, I, Connor. I I just want everyone to know if they're like, man, he's really coming at Connor. I've known this man for a long time. <laughs> you have. Yes, we're. This is the. This is our energy together. This is yeah. our like. Dy- this is our dynamic. This is more of our dynamic in public than it is in private. In private. You still do stuff like this, but when we have an audience, that's when it's fun. Yeah, and that's when I do it more. Yeah, it's when you like. The I'm same, a ham. Loomis will do the same thing, like a similar thing, but yeah. a different way. And like, yeah, it depends on who you're with. Yeah. So, uh, but I guess you know, well, I'll bring it back. I'll be yeah. the host. I'll bring. I'll pivot us back. Uh, I obviously wanted you to have on the have you come on the show. Uh, tell. Do you mind telling the audience just a little bit about yourself? Like, I know, I know who you are. They're probably semi-familiar, but what do you want to say about yourself? Like, who are you? How would they know you? What? Or you could share as little as you want. That's such a broad-ass question. Yeah. Connor. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. Uh, I'm from New York, but when I was 14 years old, I randomly moved to Texas. McAllen, Texas, baby. Uh, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian-raised boy. Mm-hmm. But devil living man. <laughs> Hey, we're not too different, my friend. <laughs> um, Come from the same cloth. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's such a weird question. I was completely thrown off by I should have just... Not I, a weird question. I'm a writer. No, I like video games. Cool. I think that's what you're trying to get at is what is my relationship with video you know games? What? I could have just done... It's like when I, you know, you tag to a new scene in an improv show and you don't... You just kind of like lay out a context, not like help the person play the game mm. or even set them up for the, sh- the game they're going to play or you... Do the you say they did the move so they can react? You give up power is essentially yeah. what it is. That's kind of or not power control. That's what yeah. I talk about when I'm coaching. I'm just like, oh, you had control of that joke and you kind of didn't take control, yeah. and the other person was expecting you to have control of the joke, mm-hmm. and now and that's not what happened in that situation. But I, expected, I was just being a dick and not answering your question. You're fine. What I should have said was, Ed, you know, I'll just in, I'll just tell them who you are, even though you just did you it. wanted me to say my name. No, I know who you are. You're, I already said you're Edgar Montplacier. Mm. You're a writer and you're a performer. You perform at the I'm UCB a writer, theater. Bro. I'm a writer and I'm a comedian. You know, you're and you're a hard actor. I'm you're not, a serious, serious. You no, know, I really don't like that. And you know, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you when we stop recording. <laughs> and I'm ready for that as long as they don't hear the I violence on the pod. It's like I don't know why people. You're not doing this, but there are people out there when I say I'm not an actor think that i'm saying it because i yeah. want them to compliment me <laughs> yes, so they yes. keep saying it and i'm like no i don't want you to say it because yeah. i don't want to be that 
Yeah, please, you're not helping me how you think you're helping. Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't need to hear this. And I've done that, you know, yeah. after shows, I'll be like, I oh, wasn't my great show just so someone could pick me up. I've definitely done that. But when I'm talking about not being an actor, you're serious. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not a good actor cool. and I don't want to act. Great. So um, for anyone looking for a performer for any of their movies and shows, you're shooting a short film, hit Edgar up. Well, well, they they still do. <laughs> that hasn't stopped them yet. Dude, people speaking, still hit me up. Speaking of, I need to text somebody back who I realized texted me about something like that and I didn't respond. The, I think at times that's the best way to do it because when you don't respond, when you do respond and it's a no, you feel so bad. Yeah. You know, I try just to... Like, just pretend like you didn't see it. Yeah. I try to respond and just give my quick honest answer even if i don't want to or yeah, can't that's fair that's just because i'll feel worse if i let it go and it's obvious i wasn't we have a different it. side of morality yeah. uh um, my friend kevin chestnut has a tweet where he said we need to come up with a new term from sorry for sorry i just saw this text because uh-huh. that's such obvious bullshit yeah and i was like that is so true uh-huh. because every time i've texted that i've 100 percent seen that text yes i've just ignored it there's the occasional time where like i'll see it i'll accidentally click it i'll be like oh, i gotta go back to that that happens more than me not. I never not see it. Yes. Um. Anyway, Edgar, we know enough about you now. The game you wanted to talk about today is uh, Jack and Daxter to the Precursor Legacy, which is the first Jack and Daxter game it came out, and it came out on the PS2. Um. I'll tell the audience a little bit about the game, and then we'll just get rolling into whatever we feel like talking about. Uh, Jack and Daxter: The Precursor Legacy was developed by Jason Rubin at Naughty Dog Studios. And published and owned by Sony. Uh, this game came out on December 3rd, 2001, um, which, and it was one of the first titles released on the PS2. I remember that year. I don't, I think the PS1 or PS2 came out in 2000, but I know the GameCube came out in like September of 01. So this is when like that, that generation, so those consoles and Xbox came out. Mm-hmm. So it was like the first, it was like the second shot at like 3D gaming, sort of, because we had it on the N64 and PlayStation. But it wasn't fully realized. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still it's what is fully realized. But anyway, uh, like I said, came out in two thousand one. It's a story. It's this game's a story based platformer. It features a mix of like action, racing, puzzle solving, and as we learned when we played that game, a ton of collecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it follows Jack, who's like a humanoid elf guy. As he tries to help his friend Daxter, who is transform. He's also like a humanoid elf, but he gets transformed into this weird little creature called an otzel which is an otter and something else i can't even remember what it is it's like what is it an otter and a seal no that can't be it (laughs) who cares uh anyway it's a big adventure game where you collect stuff you walk you go around with your uh with your buddy daxter it's a funny game there's ton it's there's voice acting the characters are silly daxter's always cracking jokes um but yeah this is a game that we're gonna that we're going to talk about today. So uh, before we, I guess as we're jumping in, for you, you told me earlier on the video podcast, but let's go back again to like how you got this game. Yeah, uh, my dad, on my birthday, I was content with the original gift that I got, which was a duck uh, named Beaky D, R.I.P. He died on my birthday as you well. You got a duck as a birthday gift yeah i think my dad had found a duck <laughs> or a friend of his had found the duck and said give this to your kid it's his birthday was this in did you already say this was in new york this is in new york because this is around 2000 what is a duck doing walking around new york my dad found the duck bro 
I was in uh, Yonkers. Yonkers. Don't you ever say that again. Sorry, uh, sir. I'm just kidding. <laughs> is it, is uh, your, are they even remotely close to each other? They're not, which is why I was offended. <laughs> uh, great. I'm doing awesome. Uh, but so I found uh, my dad got me a duck. But then I was like, oh, okay, that's probably all that the gift is. And then I received this PlayStation 2 bundle that was also... Uh, it was a bundle with Jack and Dexter. Oh, my gosh. Which, as you said earlier, was one of those Costco console it was bundles. A co- yes, it was one of those Costco bundles. Uh, and I've received a few of those PlayStation uh, Costco bundles in my lifetime. Honestly, like, such a... What a what a beautiful thing that Costco did was just having yeah. these bundles. And now everyone does them. And But I felt like back then it was like a thing where like even the packaging looked like Jack and Daxter yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. Man, that's so cool. Um, this That duck was like a tro- not a Trojan horse, mm-hmm. but it was like a gotcha. Not a gotcha gift, but it like. It wasn't the real yeah. gift. I don't think it was like, but I treated it like it was the primetime gift, especially because it died the day <laughs> I received it. That's so sad. Um, when, when you got it, do you remember, were you that excited about this duck or was it? No, we were, the kids were mostly excited about the PlayStation too. Uh, we all went crazy about it. We all went crazy for it. Uh, it was pretty fucking great. Huh? That's everyone started cheering when my dad brought it into the room. They're like, yeah, yeah. Cause everyone wanted it. That's so funny. I feel like I definitely had, I'm trying to think of what gift it was or growing up. I remember one point my parents would be like, Hey, this is what you got. But, and would not wait for my reaction, but like, it wasn't the real gift or like the real thing we were doing. It'd be like a really toned down version. I remember one time growing up, they were like, yeah, we're going to go meet your cousins and go to somewhere in like Anaheim where we can't go to Disneyland this year, but we're going to go to this train thing. Cause Grant really loves trains. My cousin Grant. But when we got there, they're like, actually, we're going to Disneyland. Why is that? That's fucked I don't know. up. <laughs> That's not fun. It, like None of the, what well, you just described is fun at all. Your parents would lie to your face <laughs> so you would be disappointed the whole drive. How long is that drive to Anaheim? From Modesto is like six hours. So you're that six hours you sit in the car being like, God damn, I got to go to this. It's my birthday and I got to go do trains <laughs> for this dude, Grant. I don't even like Grant. <laughs> I don't even you hear know. that, Grant. <laughs> and then you get there and they go, "Just kidding." We're going. That's fucking gaslighting manipulation that your parents did. Yeah, well, you know, it. End, I ended up thinking it was really cool, though. So I was good, but I, maybe they I taught like you to be okay with abuse. You know, I am pretty. Maybe I'm too agreeable. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Con, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, we could talk about later. Uh, but anyway. for real, you six hours in the car, you're thinking about going to well, Disneyland. I was like, well, we're visiting. I liked my cousins. I was like, cool, we're gonna hang out with them. It'll be fun. But then we pull into the disneyland hotel parking lot and at this point i'm like okay we're going to disneyland right yeah <laughs> you wouldn't just drive us through and be like there's the hotel i'd be the opposite i'd tell you going to disneyland and then we'd be like just kidding your cousin grant got to pick <laughs> up what they wanted to do for your birthday and we're hanging out with yeah. trains it's so good you're my friend and not my father i don't know <laughs> man it'd be interesting if you were my dad uh well so you got so you got this game for your birthday you started to tell me earlier how like of course it was a gift to you but it was also a gift for, like, not just yourself, but your brothers. The household. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it is at the time was two, three years old. Yeah. Probably when he was born, 99. So, that's 2002. Dang, yeah. He so uh, how young he is. Yeah, he's a kid. Jeez. He's, a, he's a little boy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was definitely a gift for mm. myself. 
Uh, but because my other brother, Jonathan, is 15 months younger than me, mm-hmm. our parents kind of raised us as we were like we were equals. Yeah. Which, you know, my therapist and I take issue with. <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> so like we it, like it wasn't like I was like, this is mine. It was kind of always implied that it was going to be shared amongst totally. the siblings. Yeah. So Jack and Dexter is not a multiplayer game no. at, by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. So my brother and I would play it together. And we did this for a lot of different games. Yeah. But the rule was when you die, you pass off the controller. And But it wasn't like we had different save files or anything like that. You we played the same one. The same one, and we had the same goals. And, you know, we'd cheer each other on and shit like that and, like, support each other. Yeah. Except for when we felt like we could do what the other one was doing better than the other oh, one. That's yeah. when it would, like, lead attention and shit like that, as you can see with a game like that. Totally. Platform jumping is yeah. not one of my best skills. Uh-huh. I'm very bad at that, and I think Jonathan was a lot better at that. But totally. I would I would run that nigga in the puzzle solving. Yeah. You each had your own strengths. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's so funny. That's I think that would have happened. That sort of thing where it's like this is implied, this is for both of you. Would have happened mm-hmm. more growing up. I only have one sister who is actually well, she's twenty two months younger than me. But like in that similar age 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 range with as Jonathan to you mm-hmm. to wear less than two years uh, more than one we're basically the same age but I'm definitely older mm-hmm. and I think that's where we had a lot of issues growing up was like my me being prideful probably um, and her dealing with her own stuff uh, this is a podcast about families this isn't about video games <laughs> um, but why are you crying right I'm, now I'm I just I'm realizing what I've opened up here. All you did was describe the age difference between y'all. You didn't even get into what you guys' relationship. You just don't was. know. It's the numbers. It's the it's the structure that holds us up. It's not the content. Um, she so like I think that would have happened the implied gift sharing, but I think because we were brother and sister and pretty traditional as far as like gender expressions yes exactly like we weren't really interested in any of the same things. My sister was very much like a 90s girl like as a girl would have been expected to be in the 90s mm-hmm. which is like you're feminine you like uh and sing and yes she loved it she loved music she mm-hmm. loved like uh reading she loved dressing up she loved all that stuff um but i was of course like sports and video games like yeah. a lot of boys are yeah and that, i think that was like one of the things is that like <laughs> jonathan and i not only did we have like mm-hmm. a lot of the boy expectation things? We were literally into all of the same things. Yeah. And so that would make things really, really tough in certain areas. But really, really great in certain areas. But even till this day, I think Jonathan and I are very similar mm-hmm. in taste for a lot of things. But now we just don't fuck with each other. Yeah. Yeah. That happens. Um, yeah. I think it was. Did you. Did that ever happen with Jonathan too, where Jonathan like got a birthday gift never no <laughs> we'll nip that and in the butt is, real quick that never happened wow so i was about to in my in the best case scenario for me i was thinking that you know that happened every so often like your birthday this year you got this and you shared it no. and then like his birthday rolls around and you're no. pumped because he's gonna get the new he was whatever. a very possessive dude if it was his it was his he wouldn't even let you borrow it and eh, i don't know it's it, it's just things like that you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah um, I guess the only way that me and my sister, my sister ended up liking video games because probably because I would play them all the time. Of course, you'd credit yourself, right? I mean, because she was around it. I was the I was the like portal for her to see video games through. 
you can't you can probably hear him but he's shaking his head right now as soon as i said you called that. yourself a portal <laughs> <laughs> i am a portal of sorts i'm a portal for a lot of things i'm a window i'm a portal uh and if you look at me in the right light sounds I'm, like a rejected a lyrics to that one song i'm a window i'm a portal i'm a bitch i'm a lover. <laughs> who i forget who even did that I don't song. Know who does that song it wasn't cheryl crow but she's a country singer uh that could be a country song. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Um, you guys played through this game together. You did sort of like a pr- like a co-op before there was co-op. Yes. Because you were playing through it together. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, uh, there was one game. I can't remember what it was. I think it was a PSP game mm-hmm. that was essentially like Call of Duty, but it was co-op where you could play with someone else, like linked up. Oh, I wow. I can't remember what that game was. But that was like the perfect game for us because like... You could play at the same time. Yeah. Man, that's fun. It is so different when, yeah, it's just one person playing as the one character and you got to switch off. Yeah. And then later on, our parents, like, which I also think was bad, were just like, okay, we're not going to buy those games. We're going to play two-player games, but they only bought two-player games. And those were the only games being made at the time yeah. where we were competing with each other. Yeah. Which was your 2Ks, your mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z Kai's, uh, what were some other games? And then, of course, all the Grand Theft Auto games. But yeah. then we transitioned into... and. It, our Grand Theft Auto system was so fucking dope. Uh, we did a system called Movies, which you got to... Uh, a Grand Theft Auto system? Is this like a... A system that we created ourselves oh, okay. on how to share the controller, which mm. is you got to direct your own movie. And basically, <laughs> uh, your movie was rated by how many stars you got. Mm-hmm. And we met by like the wanted stars. Yeah. So like, you know, you're making your five star movie and then you have to just basically stay alive. And, and if you died... That is opening up a whole nother can of worms. You would make movie. You wouldn't even. I mean, not like you were making a movie. You weren't recording the footage, but you were playing your own movies. Yeah, we would like narrate it and stuff like that. Well, and then also we were killing people. But, yeah, <laughs> and committing crimes. Yeah, in the game. but yeah, it was like a five star movie, or is it a four? And you could never be lower than three was the rule because if you're yeah. lower than three, you could not die. So like we were like, you have to be three to five stars okay you have to play in that danger zone yeah because you know at two stars they're kind of chasing you they're shooting at you but three stars and up yeah you got the SWAT team you got the military and shit like that that's when it gets serious Mm -hmm. um that's would you like do you remember some of the movies that you did are you like i remember one where i was going through the mall because someone like killed my friend and Uh i was like trying to find the guy or whatever (laughs) but then you know i'm just killing innocent people (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so funny it's like the from the of course the person's point of view it's like such a more positive thing than it actually is yeah absolutely through rose-colored glasses i think that's what i was trying to say initially that's so interesting i did would do a different but similar thing growing up with my best friend, Eddie. We would play a lot of wiffle ball out front, mm-hmm. and we would not only just like play play together and just like pitch to each other and hit, but we would make up our own like leagues mm-hmm. in our heads, and like we would spend hours at each other's house. So it'd be like, all right, you want to play a game in your league? So I would play the other team. He would... He would have, we would have lineup, your own lineup. We would do like batting stances for each, and it would be like our friends who would be the other characters or whatever on your team. Um, so that was a similar thing we did. Yeah, you're just creating, things. like, uh, you're creating worlds. Like, yeah. You don't even realize that's what you're doing. You're like yeah. world building. Man, I hit so many homers in that league. Yeah. I had a really, really good, and that made up Wiffle Ball League. Now, Wiffle Ball has no content on the inside of it, right? It's basically air on the inside. I just wanted to make sure yeah. that there's no content on the inside of it. So Correct. To get a good lift on that ball is 
rather, yeah, but, rather easy. Oh, absolutely. And okay. if, but also it can't go as far. I just wanted to just say though that there's no content in that. You're ball. just trying to you what you're trying to do is you're trying to level my the my the way I'm seeing myself. Not I'm at very all. proud of Connor McKay. My fake accomplishments. Can, can I, I be proud of can my Can I fake tell you something? Again, if there's anyone listening to this podcast, Connor and I have been friends for a very long time. <laughs> uh we've been friends through two different presidents. Yeah, we one have. black, one white. Yeah. And that should say a lot to people. Yeah. Cause there are a lot of people who haven't done that. That's true. Very Is it people, people who died before Obama was elected and who were born after Trump? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and can never say that they got to live through a black and a white president. That's and true. That's how long Connor and I have been friends. Yeah. Yeah, we were we became friends that yeah, that would have been spring of 2016 when, during Obama's last like 7 months. That is Jeez. Correct. We've no we've basically just only known each other through the Trump presidency. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. Shit. Same goes for you, buddy. I've known you about the same amount of time, Mr. Schmidt. You know what's un- fun- something funny hmm. about Mr. Schmidt? And hmm. I think about it every time I see him. Oh, I can't wait. I had a very awkward early relationship with him in that he lived in, we both lived in this, I almost said he lived in my neighborhood. We lived in the same neighborhood. That's right. And I would run into him uh-huh. all the time, yeah. but be like, I know this person, but I don't know them. And <laughs> like, I'm talking about all the time. Yeah. Like literally every day. Not just at UCB, but in the neighborhood. Yes. Do you remember this, Jeremy? Oh yeah, same street too. Were you <laughs> yeah, like it was this on guy? the same exact street? And Amon was also another person. Yes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I ran into him constantly. Yes. Yeah. Did you? Could you tell that you're like? I don't think he knows where where to pinpoint me. I, I th- from what I remember, it was a lot of like. Yes. Like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's yeah. so funny. Uh, I remember distinctly, and like you know, the person that he was dating at the time too. But like, I would run into like them together and separately and then i wanted to be like i want to let them know i'm not stalking them that i live in this neighborhood because <laughs> it was really very weird yeah. of like being like oh, i know that block keep... harold way or whatever uh carlton carlton, carlton. oh harold was below harold is Do you still live over there? no i don't yeah that's like uh as you me mary sasson mary sasson yeah oh yeah they i think they still, uh, still over there. colin who was on knuckle puck and dirt as well oh murphy Yes. Yeah. Um, Drew Spears. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I when I was moving out here, one hundred percent looked at an apartment on your side of Carlton, not your side. Yeah. Because it was uh, what is that street? Western. St. Andrews. Oh, St. Andrews that separates them. That separates us. Yeah. yeah. Man, if you came to listen to this podcast for some <laughs> L.A. street talk, and you want to know, yeah, some you just want to know some intersections in Thai Town. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about. It. And this is like even or Little Armenia, depending on which side you argue. Yeah, that's true. It's right on that border. Because uh, we have neighborhoods. LA is so big. For those of you who haven't been to LA or you don't know it, it's, it's so a, big. We got neighborhoods. Here. It's a bunch of suburbs. Yeah, it really it's is. It's a bunch of suburbs. And don't you tell me it's a goddamn city. You know what? It It is like an amalgamation of su- suburbs. It's not It's not one, con- like, uh, I was about to say conducive city. That's not. It's word. not conducive city, though. It's not conducive to stop. my lifestyle. I'm going to stop. But yeah, I fucked with that game, Jack and Dax. <laughs> back um you did you did this one in particular do you remember anything about like you guys did you say you didn't beat this game no we didn't beat this game we didn't beat any game growing up i didn't beat a game until grand theft auto 5 probably how old were you that's like college bro that was the first time i committed to finishing a game yeah wow yeah i mean was it? Would you guys get tired of it? Would you be it's like... A, it's, a, it's a bunch of things. We'd get tired of it sometimes, or we got a new game, or 
my mother, when we weren't behaving well, was prone to taking away our PlayStation and hiding it. Yeah. That would happen to us a lot. And, you know, my brother and I got into a lot of trouble. We were rambunctious kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my, she would do that, and then we would always find it again. So then she wised up and started taking the cables. Oh, my gosh. And those were a lot easier to hide than a mom's, whole Mom's console. adapting. She's learning. Yeah, she started taking the cables, and that became very hard for us to, like, figure out. Like, especially, like, yeah, you know, like, cl- companies. So like, would you go look for them? Oh, all the time. We'd always go look for them. <laughs> and we'd work out deals. We're like, if we do this, can we get it back? And she's like, all right, for this amount of time. Shit like that. Were there certain actions that got your games and stuff taken away? Or would it be like, suddenly it's gone and you're like, wait, what did we do? Yeah, acting out in church, bad grades. Oh, yeah. The gamut of, of like, landmines you have as a young boy growing up. Absolutely. Man, I would get in, most of the time I would get in trouble would be because I was being, like, mean to my sister for sure. Or we'd get in a fight and, like, I would get in trouble for something I said or did. Yeah. For sure. So I can I can relate to that a little bit. But, yeah. Finish, What'd you say? I would call her... Like, I'm sure we called each other all sorts of names. The big nickname that I had for her was the was the Farty Toad Queen, which became a which is, sounds like a funny, silly name, but it became like a serious deal. I was like not allowed to call her that at a certain point. Yeah, because you were enforcing beauty standards onto her and it made her very insecure. <laughs> you know what? That's probably fair. That's probably exactly what you know, she's already concerned with her looks being yeah. a young woman yeah. growing up. And this and, is like and here's we like, her brother who sees her more than any other yeah. human being telling her that she looks like a farty mctoad toad. I never called her said she looked like a farty toad queen. I said she was <laughs> a farty toad queen, which honestly is worse. Yeah, because she's like, oh, at least you're not human. Because if I'm looking like that, maybe it's the way my hair is yeah. done or that. But no, you're saying, no, this is a part of your essential DNA and you cannot change I'm it. Taking away her humanity. Yeah. Wow. We're really uncovering. This is supposed to be about you. We're uncovering shit about me on this podcast. Yeah, Connor, you were the terrorist in your house all along. Oh, gosh. I never looked in this mirror until now. Well, your sister kept looking in the mirror her whole life because she had a brother calling her uh, that's why Farty she was, Toad Queen. Farty, the Farty Toad Queen. I made comics about it. It was a whole thing. Connor, you tortured this person. <laughs> Don't worry. She was pretty mean to me in her own way. Yeah, what did she say? Hey, stop hurting you know me. I, you know what? I'm a bigger person, so I'm not going to say what she did because it's in the past. And I forgive her for all those things. Uh, man, yeah. There's a lot of like, I feel like it's at least early on in your life what a, it's been really fun to talk to you about like especially your specifically your relationship with Jonathan mm-hmm. and you guys playing with each other was until you left for maybe school was that kind of the only way you played games or did you eventually branch off and start playing by yourself we started playing by ourselves yeah. uh especially because like you know one would be doing something else yeah. like with like the internet and stuff like that i think made game time a lot easier to deal with and then that's like you know around a time I think 2006, Mm -hmm. 2007 is when story games took like a big leap. Yeah. Uh, And so, you know, we were each just playing games like that. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, again, was also always in rotation. Uh, Things like Left 4 Dead were really popular. Uh, So like, and all the, we had every Call of Duty that would come Mm -hmm. out. Uh, But yeah, we would just play on our own playing story mode by ourselves and so and having our save files and be like don't fuck with my save file and stuff like oh that. of course i would have that conversation with myself being like don't erase the block on the memory card you know which one you're supposed to be doing yes oh um, man did 
but was and then Jack- we also got our own personal <coughs> gaming systems as well. Oh, eventually, mm-hmm. was that? Did you have PS3s eventually? PSPs. Um, mm. I mean, like handheld ones. Handheld ones. Yeah, but you shared like the home console. Yeah, like the Xbox. That makes sense. Or the PlayStation Three. Yeah. Um. Did you? Was Jack and Daxter like the first? Had you been playing games together before that? Oh, the whole time. Yeah, yeah we've always shared a console our cool. whole lives. So it's not like this game was the game that like got you into doing this co-op thing. No, together. we did it with Crash Bandicoot. We did it with Spyro. Oh, nice. It was just the next step yeah. on the PlayStation 2. Yes. Nice. On the PlayStation 2. It's like I'm advertising for the you know this two-generation old console. Yes. Um, we played... We got to play this game today. We You played for maybe 40 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Was there anything that you like remembered that you wanted to talk about or really loved or anything that you were like, I didn't remember it feeling like this or anything that really stuck out to you, I guess? Yeah, the camera controls are trash. <laughs> yes. Um, this was a point of contention on when we were playing earlier. I mean, uh, uh, that... Also, the graphics really stunned me in how, like, we what was the word that you used? Use a much smarter word to describe it. I felt, it. like, dated. I don't know what I That's said. That's not the word. Oh, come on. I know oh, how to... I know the word. Thank polygonal. you. Yeah. Thank you. I know the word dated. I said, oh, what was that word? It was so <laughs> difficult. Of uh, red? And it's I, like, no, I know. Edgar, I love being your friend because I always get to teach you these important big words like dated. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know what white savior movie you think you and I are in, but I can read. Oh, Connor. man. We got Green Book written all over us, buddy. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, that word... Uh, it really made cheapen the game for me instantly. Yeah. Uh, I felt it more in the close-up shots, like of Daxter and Jack's yes, faces. As, yes. But when it was kind of the th- the third-person view, when you're actually playing the game, it looked okay. Yeah, and it was almost uh, pixelated sometimes on those, some of those close-ups. Totally. Uh, and the gameplay was very. Uh, it's hard, mm-hmm. and it's hard, and it's a lot more simplistic than I remembered. Yeah. Like I think because I'm thinking of the cutscenes, I remember it being so smooth and all of that, where it's like, no, this is like pretty like XX circle circle yes square xx mm-hmm. no use of any of the shoulder buttons yeah uh barely no. any use of the analog stick if you think about it truly because uh, like you were talking about the camera controls you didn't have like free range with that right stick like you do in a lot of games now yeah they can just fully control the camera and i can spin all the way around like yep it wouldn't let me turn in certain angles if i was standing in a certain yeah. area if you like, like went that. in a house i noticed that yeah it, it would it, like it fix lock. you there yeah it would lock and i'm like why are you locking let me turn around and look i that always bothers me in games because especially in games where you're collecting and discovering stuff yeah. you want to be able to look in every corner you want to like jump see the ceiling yes. you want to make sure you're just Covering all your bases, because what if there's something there you didn't think of or something like that? Yeah, that's what I've enjoyed about. And I've been on a good run of story games recently, uh, because I usually only get the sports games. But I did uh, Arkham. What's the last one called? Arkham Arkham Knight. Knight. Yeah, I did Arkham Knight. Mm. I just I I saw you playing that on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I'm doing The Last of Us. Before that, Ooh, I did Uncharted. It's a good 4. Halloween game. Yeah, it is a good Halloween game. I legitimately have been getting scared. It's freaky. It's fucking. It's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, going back to this kind of game, yeah. where the story's not very straightforward. Yeah, you're like doing all these really uh, uh, meaningless tasks to get started. It's kind of frustrating, especially. 
and it's because of what we've been able to play now. Yes. And like the cuz they've made games way better in the beginnings of games way better. Absolutely. Like we were talking about with Spider-Man, two and a half minutes into that game, you it goes from the cinematic sequence of him flying through the city to suddenly you've got to press that right. Yes. R2 to yes. throw your web and your instantly, aim. almost instantly. Yeah. And so many games like the Last of Us is in media res. You're starting in the action and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, like, yeah. Around the house, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, this, uh, I think, probably my favorite game that I've played this year, uh, only because it left me with such a disgusting, gritty feeling after I was finished it, was Detroit. I don't know if anyone has played Become that human. game. Uh, but you start, like, the, you're playing in the opening credits. You're controlling this weird Android person and... I really like games like that that are uh, your actions influence some of the outcomes of the game and stuff like that. Oh, like, yeah. It's like multiple storylines. and like. Mm-hmm. What uh, one did you get at the beginning of that? Because I, I did the demo, which does that first cut scene with oh, the guy on the roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, uh, that's at some point in it. I think my character died. I, I did the demo. But, he, but I helped the kid or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I lived and I got the kid to come with me. That's why you beat that game and I didn't. I mean, there's no beating that game. I just told you it's multiple storylines. You end up somehow wherever you end up. And I ended up in a robot Holocaust thing where I was like, this is fucking me up. And wow. I don't know what I did to end up here. Uh, but uh, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty good game. Dang. Um, yeah, I guess the opening of that game, it would have been nice to... Because I was asking you at the end of the playthrough, at least, the video portion. Mm. Um I was like, well, so, but what is this game like? Because it felt like we were just going through that trial portion where you're collecting stuff to get access to a ma- machine that's going to take you to the next area. Yes. Um, uh, that's 100% what that game yeah. is like throughout. I, w- I was like wondering, is this a game with like dungeons or big, like if it's like Banjo-Kazooie, a whole like like level that's like at a carnival or and then you got to collect the stuff and there's also a boss at the end. Yeah, I think that yeah. because we were in the beginning of the game, it's almost like judging Pokemon mm-hmm. based off of being in uh, what's that first town? Pallet Town. Pallet Town. Yeah, getting or your Pokemon. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, this game's like like we were such in an early part of the True. game where we didn't get to experience a lot of what's fun about it, but mm-hmm. the whole time you are collecting those orbs in hopes to move to other stages and stuff like that. And some of the bosses and the levels and stuff like that do get harder and. There is like a racing part. There's a part where you're like catching fish. All right. Uh, like, there's in. like these different side challenges, but they're also just so you collect items. Yeah. Like, it's all this one big goal, all these little goals for the big goal. Yeah. And I think that where video games have gotten better at it now is covering things like that in story in ways that you don't realize. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, Spider Man, for example, mm-hmm. has like those weird mix and match puzzle things yes like uh with, when you're doing uh, the science stuff exactly <laughs> and it's, well it's the same it. thing as yeah. like some of these other games like you know jack and daxter has a level like mm-hmm. that where you talk to this guy and he's just like figure out which thing the, the orb is under and it's yeah. the same thing it's just so much better woven into the story yeah that was one of the things that we i feel like immediately you brought up when we were doing the playthrough mm-hmm. and that was interesting to think about which is like not it's it shouldn't have been like an epiphany, but it kind of felt like one where it's like, oh yeah, most of most games are the same thing packaged in a different way. And Absolutely. I don't even mean that disparagingly. Yeah. It's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, like I was, I was telling you that there's a really great part in, I believe, also Naughty Dog game. Mm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Uncharted Four, where 
he's like hanging out with his wife and they play um Crash Ban- uh Crash Bandicoot together and yeah. a boulder is like chasing Crash Bandicoot and then later on in the game there's like a big tank car chasing you and the way that you're running is the same exact way that yeah. you're running away in like the two like the really weak 3D Crash Bandicoot and that's when it hit me like oh shit it's it's the same like it's Naughty Dog being like it's the same shit guys yeah like, we're just <laughs> made it look cooler yeah and it's like literally the way that you're running and jumping from this thing is the same exact thing as Crash Bandicoot that's so funny I love when games do stuff like that we talked about that a little earlier too on the video yeah. part but that's that's cool yeah it's like an acknowledgement from them yeah that's exactly what we're doing yeah uh and then going off of like the game I think a lot of the frustration that we felt is the same frustration that you kind of feel in certain movies from like the 30s and stuff like that where you go i don't need this scene of this guy driving to the house taking off his clothes greeting and then doing the thing that i need from the like we're like audiences are so ingratiated with movies and all of that stuff now where we can just kind of get to it right like if i show a lonely white dude Mm -hmm. And like he's like listening to sad music. Yeah. I think most people will be like, this person was probably dumped before this thing started. Like we can just do these little context things that yeah. are going to signal things that we're so familiar with in storytelling. That's the you know that's the filmmaker in you and your Grand Theft Auto oh, films. Thank you. They, they were right great. Now. They were great. <laughs> I thank you, it. Connor. I understand that you're saying that disparagingly, but thank you. <laughs> no, I think that that you just showed that sa- a similar thing in that way. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, before we move on, was there any anything else you wanted to share about this game, or have you pretty much been able to say what you wanted to say? I remember I really liking this game because mm-hmm. my cousin watched the intro, watched us play the intro to it, yeah. and was just like, "Oh, that they're ta- what they're talking about is a philosophy thing that we're learning in class," and I was like, "Ooh." I'm playing college level video games. <laughs> you felt smart by playing Jack and Daxter. Yeah, that's so funny. I wonder what thing it was too. That's I don't a, remember what it was. Huh. Um. Well, cool. Before we actually just end the podcast, I have a couple fun things that I like to do at the end of every episode. Uh, the first thing is I like to do a little portion called "Quiz Me by Your Game," where okay. I'm going to ask you just a couple questions about this game just for fun, and we'll see if you know the answer. It also in fact, today I have one quiz question and then I have one fact. So that's the quiz me by your game portion today. Uh, the only thank you for putting in effort into this. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, the first question, quiz question that I have for you is that is how old is Jack in this first game? Do you know? Sixteen. Very close. He's fifteen. Oh, wow. you nailed it. I mean, he looks like a. Can I just say? Looks like a fully formed adult man to me. Well, Connor, I think that's a lot of like you sexualizing the young man <laughs> and not allowing him to grow up. You know what? That's fair. Well, they shouldn't draw him with such big muscles like that. <laughs> he literally doesn't even have muscles. He gets buff in Jack too, though. Oh, he, does? he looks. One of the things that was weird and why I never played Jack too is that the vibe of it looked so different. Because yeah. Jack and Daxter, like we, you said, is so cartoony mm-hmm. and like weird and wacky, and Jack too looks like legit a fucking like adventure game. oh really yeah more you serious, should look up the, more gritty look up the poster for jack too i'll do that right now i don't even think daxter's on the cover oh <laughs> it's just jack it's just well i saw it. there was a game just jack oh it's called jack too that's hilarious oh you weren't kidding it is more 
And this is just the. Can I? Can you go to the image I want? Look at it. He's like so gritty. He's got his brows furrowed, and he's got Dexter is on it. Dexter's on it. So in on the cover of this, yeah, he's got his brow furrowed. He's holding up a giant gun. gun. (laughs) It looks like a a Lego shotgun. Yeah, there. That's how you know it is more serious. Is there a Jack Three? Look it up. I'm sure. Yeah, there's a definitely a third one. This whole package is on PlayStation Four for forty bucks. The whole trilogy. Oh wow! I thought about getting it. Just to get it, but yeah, and then this and then one. You played it, and then you went, nah, I'm good. <laughs> well, I <laughs> luckily I watched you play it first, so I was like, oh, I don't need to. But you know what? Also, this game, I look at his gun; it's even bigger and Jack. You can't three. even hold it with two hands. He has to like hold it with one at his side. Jeez, and that um, makes it bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's that made what well, I no, I made zero sense just now. Um, Dog, yo, this sandwich is so big. I can't even hold it with two hands. I got to hold it it in the palm of one. (laughs) Fair. I'm an idiot. Uh, We've known each other for a long time. I've known Connor. Look, if y'all listen to this, this man is so rude to Connor McCain. (laughs) I have known him so long, I watched him get facial hair. When I knew him, he couldn't grow a mustache, and now he's a cop. Yeah, I am a cop. I've got my aviators on and everything. They wear aviators, right? Am I thinking of pilots? No, you're thinking of cops, <laughs> but like you're thinking about like Cal- California Highway Patrol. I think I am, yeah. Uh, LA super cops troopers. don't really wear sunglasses like that. No, they wear like like Oakley like form like Oakleys. You yeah. see that? You know those late night commercials that are on ESPN? Yes. They're like military grade sunglasses. Yes. They won't break. That's uh, exactly what they wear. We should do a, a whole thing about those commercials are insane uh the last thing are I wanted, you saying that so i save that in my notes for later yeah we're gonna re- re- save that down uh we're gonna talk about it on separately okay. um this wasn't a quiz question this is the fact which is this was the first uh 3d game to have an unbroken world meaning no like loading screens when you're walking to to from places oh i didn't yeah. even realize that but yeah. that's true and it's like all connected so, that's dope that's yeah. a big look Truly. again i i think that playing this game we were just like oh some of this stuff isn't fun mm-hmm. because we've already shattered that yeah like we've just, shattered that just a little antiquated yeah just exactly a little bit. yeah still a fun experience yeah, um you know uh the last last thing we're gonna do before plugs is i'm gonna recommend a couple games for you because okay. like uh, getting out of you know as if you're getting out of a relationship like in Call Me By Your Name, you're going to need to move on to something new eventually. Okay. Um, some people... They, I've never seen that movie. You haven't? Well, it's good. I've seen it. it, <laughs> it it's the reason I named the podcast. I didn't say I it. didn't see it because it wasn't good, but you kind of came at me there like, it's well, good. Well, it's good, Edgar. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, I'm so disappointed in you socially now. That's where that boy comes from that everyone's obsessed yeah, with. Yeah, Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. That's where that boy comes from. Uh, <laughs> he's a boy. He's not a man. He's not. Well, he, I mean, he's, they he did this, technically They a man. did this weird thing where they brought his acting class, his high school acting class, like kids who are currently in his acting high school class to the Oscars, or like he like phoned in with them oh, wow. to like surprise him. And I was like, that's not fun for those kids. They're like, okay. They just saw him last year, and they're like, oh, hey, look, this guy, he's at the Oscars, and you guys are still in class. It's like, we know, we heard about your movie. It came out and was super successful. We don't yeah. need you to call us and tell us about you're at the Oscars. And even him was just like, oh, hey, guys. Hey. And he, he probably felt, felt weird. He felt so weird about yeah. it. Um. Anyway, that game, that that movie is about, as you know, the two people who have like basically a first uh, certain type of relationship for themselves. Sure. And it doesn't last. But it's about how like it still was a really beautiful thing. Kind of like this. these games are for a lot of us. It's something you had in one time of your life Mm -hmm. and you maybe aren't of course you're not even playing this game anymore it's not like a thing you go back to not at all um but if you were to look for a different game i've got a couple recommendations okay something 
I sometimes will do an out of left field one. I don't have one like that. I have something way different, like a little different, but feels similar, which is a game called, I don't know if either of you have heard of this. It's called MDK2. Have you, do you know this game, Jeremy? Uh, that sounds really familiar. I had it on the PC growing, like when I had a computer. Let me look at it up. Oh, it's uh, a Dreamcast game. Yeah, it was also on the Dreamcast. Um, it reminded me a lot. You're like running around collecting stuff. Uh, you do a lot of shooting in this game, though. Um, these are the two main like guys that you act as, but it's a third person game. But I have to get a Dreamcast to play it. This is just for fun recommendation. I don't expect you to play either of these because you're not going to play this next one, which is Banjo Kazooie. Because this oh, game play Banjo felt like I hope you do. This felt like a similar experience, but I liked Banjo a little better. I like Banjo. Yeah. So those are my recommendations. Uh, Isn't it like it's like a bear with a bird attached to his back? Yeah, they they are their buddies. The bird hangs out in his backpack. New additions to Super Smash, so they're in Smash now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, Niten- the Smash is the only thing that I like about Nintendo. Well, that's not true in Mario Party. Because you you know beat me I, every time. Uh, yeah, I do. I've never. Uh, I've never gotten first place on the new one and i've played it like 12 times really yeah i lose every time it's really great because you always start out really strong you have like this like devil the same grin that you have right now you have like this real devilish grin and you kind of shit talking yeah and then we always kick your ass which is which is for the best um edgar thank you so much for coming on this podcast this was great you know it was great to talk about this game because i really do enjoy it Mm -hmm. it was interesting to see like it kind of felt like watching an old tv show where you're just like oh Jerry and George are always talking about how they don't like gay people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like, you know, I appreciate the show, but there is a glaring error or like a flaw in it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, that's fair. I, not that there there might not be anything that egregious in this game. but nah, the camera will, the camera to me felt like homophobia. <laughs> yeah. They, honestly, the camera, I would describe the camera as homophobic in this game. Yeah, 100%. That like, to let me, me move this camera where I want yeah, to Yeah, and I was like, you're restricting me in a way that I don't enjoy. Man, it's good that you and I, too straight men or you don't know shit about my life you know what <laughs> fine tell tell me whatever you want to tell me uh some <laughs> other time uh but yeah thanks again for coming no, I'm on straight. i'm straight i'm straight i don't yeah. want anyone to hear that and then go that's fucked up that he's appropriating it or the reverse if someone yeah. hear that and goes finally <laughs> the information i was always waiting for fair uh yeah thanks again for coming on this hey, is really fun thank do you, you for having me do you have anything that you want to uh that you want to plug before we go yeah, uh, I got this podcast called The Wokus on Stitcher Premium. Go ahead and give that a listen. And if you're like, oh, well, I'm not going to pay for Stitcher Premium. I got a plan for you. Use the code Wokus. You get a free month. You can, If you listen to an episode every day, you finish before the month was over. Oh, wow. And then just cancel that shit. That you know, you are a man of the people. You're Yo, giving them the tools that still have I'm, access to this. Thirteen stuff. episodes, listen to them at your own pace, but that pace has to be a month or else yeah. they will charge you. <laughs> uh, you can do that. That's easy. But you uh through that. Yeah, and then cancel that shit, bro. I'm not mad. Hell yeah. Well, uh, do you want to plug any social media stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At Edgar Mobus here on cool. Twitter, awful Graham on Instagram, and I mean if you want Give him a follow. Give me a follow, but don't reply to my shit. Yeah. Stay out of his mentions. Uh, Only Connor can reply to my tweets. Yeah, and I, that doesn't get a response too. So it's about the same as you not responding, uh, so people not responding to your tweets. Yeah. Uh, uh, thanks again. Uh, also, this this podcast is produced by the current great Jeremy Schmidt, mm-hmm. uh, who soon to be not great. Soon to be. I was about to say 
I didn't want to call you late. I didn't want to say the late great Jeremy Schmidt because you're alive. But uh, Jeremy Schmidt, you can find him on Twitter at Ocarina of Crime, Instagram at Scaremy Schmidt. Uh, he produces and is the uh, runs another great show that I guest on occasionally. Video games, a comedy show. Uh, it's really fun. Give it a listen. Uh, I would like to be on that show because yes. I imagine that he will treat me with more respect than I was treated with here. Uh, I can guarantee you he will treat you with more respect than I than I treated you with. Uh, you can find me uh, on social media, Twitter and Instagram at Connor underscore McCabe. And you can also come see myself and Edgar and UCB Herald Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edgar's on the truly one of the greatest teams ever. One of my favorite teams, Leroy. That's a lot of praise. That's there, praise. I mean, you guys are wonderful and you do a lot of really great stuff. So Leroy and come check out my team Jet Set. Look us up on the UCB website. You'll find us. Is your picture on Twitter you? Is my picture on Twitter me? Or is it the doctor from... Oh, that is that is me, but I'm dressed up as Rob Corddry's character okay, from that's Children's what I Hospital. Thought. That's what I thought. So it's a Halloween costume. Well, actually, it looks like my Twitter is me as a child in The Music Man. Now oh, wait. <laughs> then what was I thinking of? You're thinking of uh, my Instagram. I am thinking of your Instagram. Yeah, which I'll show you really quick. Yeah, it's that one. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you can find us uh, on Herald Night. Uh, uh, thank you for listening to the Call Me By Your Game podcast. If you haven't watched the video portion for this or listened to the other episodes, please do. Each one is really fun and unique in its own way. And thank you for listening.